And now, the show that bridges the gap between faith and business. Welcome to Bottom Line Faith. On today's show, Oz Hillman, president of Marketplace Leaders. There's a process by which God raises up his leaders. And usually, there's six stages that God takes a leader through. The first one is recruitment. The number two stage is character development. Third is isolation. And then the fourth is the cross. Five is problem solving. The last stage is network. Since our understandings and knowing God's processes can be very comforting and encouraging. Hello, everyone. This is Ray Hilbert. I am your host here at Bottom Line Faith. And if this is your first time joining the program, welcome to the program where the analogy we like to use is we're going to lift the hood and we're going to tinker around in the engine of Christian leadership in the marketplace. This is where we interview high-capacity, high-performing, Christ-following CEOs, authors, marketplace leaders, and personalities that have been given a platform to glorify God in the marketplace. And so if this is your first time, welcome. If you're a regular listener here at Bottom Line Faith, welcome back. Hey, check out our website, gang, at bottomlinefaith.org, and you can subscribe as a listener to the podcast using Stitcher, the iTunes Store, as well as Google Play Store. So check us out, become a regular listener and a regular subscriber. Well, hey, gang, I got to tell you, I am so fired up about our guest today. You know, if you've, if you've listened in the past, you know, we, we, we interview CEOs and business owners and entrepreneurs, and every once in a while, we are blessed with a guest like today, and this is an expert, a true expert, a true thought leader in this entire space of ministry in the marketplace and living out our calling as Christ followers in business. Folks, we have from the Atlanta, Georgia area, on the phone today, Oz Hillman. And Oz is the president of Marketplace Leaders. This is a global organization that's purpose is specifically and uniquely to to help men and women discover God's calling for them in the marketplace. Oz is an extremely prolific author, publishing 17 books, including his latest book called The Joseph Calling, Six Stages to Navigate, Discover, and Fulfilling Your Purpose. Oz, welcome to Bottom Line Faith. Ray, uh, so good to be with you, and thanks for all that you do as well, too build a kingdom through the marketplace. Well, Oz, because we have uh, uh, just a little bit of time and you have so much to offer, would it be okay if we just jump right into our conversation today? Would that be all right? Absolutely. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. I have really been looking forward to this because I've I've admired you from uh, a distance and kind of being a, a person who likes to be in this space of marketplace leadership as well. It's an honor to have you. So Tell us about Marketplace Leaders. Tell us about this organization. How and when and why did you start it, and what do you do there? Well, it wasn't really my idea. And, uh, you know, I went through, I had an ad agency for 12 years and then was thrust into a major crisis in 1994 where I had some major financial, business, and personal losses that ushered me into a season of, of seven years of adversity. And uh, two years into that adversity, the founder of the International Christian Chamber of Commerce, uh, Gunnar Olson, spoke into my life, and I was trying to make sense of my adversity, and he said, you know, you have a Joseph calling on your life. And I said, what in the world is that? He said, that was a, a marketplace call to be a spiritual and physical provider to others. And uh, so he became my kind of spiritual father 
in the marketplace that very day and has since for the last 22 years. And it was two years into that, I was actually hosting a meeting for a lot of leaders like yourself that we were beginning to see how, you know, there was a move of God in the workplace. And uh, we had this meeting in Atlanta, about 70 leaders. And uh, it just so happened that I was doing that with Larry Burkett and Larry asked me to host it, but then he canceled the week before, and uh, I had to host it, and that was the birth of Marketplace Leaders. <laughs> Amazing how God had that in store, and all of a sudden you found yourself thrust, right, in a, an incredible uh, position of leadership and, and influence there. Now help us understand a little bit more about your organization and specifically what you do and have to offer in the Marketplace. Well, Ray, I really feel like I'm called to teach and equip men and women in the workplace to really see their their work as a calling in a ministry, the spiritual aspect of that, as well as the, you know, just the business aspect of that. And uh, so God allowed me to write a, a daily devotional during those seven years called TGIF Today Got Us First, and that, that goes to about 104 nations today and uh, seems to be kind of the spearhead for us that kind of opened the door for speaking and and doing workshops and online training. And so our focus is really to pour into that leader uh, and help him understand what it means to live the larger story of their life. That is really, really exciting. So the the core is this devotional, and you're speaking and such, and, and you've really been a thought leader in this area. God's really given you a platform, you know, in reviewing some of your experience here. You know, you, you've been featured in New York Times and CNBC and NBC and LA Times. I mean, God's really opened up an incredible platform for you, has he not? Well, it has. You know, I never would have imagined that he's taken me to 26 countries. And when I look at kind of what I was doing at the time, you know, God turns those valley of acorns, which means trouble, into doors of hope for ourselves and for other people. You know, he uses our adversities to encourage other people. And that's kind of what I saw. I I see myself as helping a lot of those people just like myself, trying to make sense of the adversities they're going through. And uh, I never would have imagined that God would turn a shy Southern boy into a speaker and a writer who who barely got out of English class. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, that's right. That's awesome. Well, let me let me let me just take just a moment here, gang. If you're just joining us, we are speaking with Oz Hillman. Oz is the president of Marketplace Leaders, and if you want to learn more about Oz and his ministry, we want to encourage you to check out uh, his website at todaygodisfirst.com. That is todaygodisfirst.com. And and Oz, we're going to talk in just a moment about um, what you're seeing God up to in the marketplace, and we're going to, I'm going to have you give some advice to Christ followers who are in business and so forth, but you have a very, very generous offer that uh, you would like to offer to our listeners. You, uh, you've just released a new book. I, I mentioned it earlier, The Joseph Calling, Six Stages to Navigate, Discover, and Fulfill Your Purpose, and you have a very generous offer for our listeners today. Would you mind taking a moment and sharing that? Yeah, we, uh, we would like to just uh, make the first chapter of our book available to anyone who would like it, as well as a uh, a uh, first, uh, we actually have a twelve week small group study uh, that's an ebook, and all they have to do is send a text message to five four nine zero zero. That's five four 
1-800-273-8900. Send it to that number and put the word Joseph in the message area. So 54900 and then put the word Joseph, and they'll, they'll get a link to be able to download both those resources. Very good. Thank you. And we'll, we'll cover that again in just a, a few moments before we uh, end the program. So thank you. That, that is incredibly gracious, folks. There's a great chance to kind of get a sneak peek, uh, the first chapter of the book, as well as a uh, 12-week study guide to really help you live out your faith in business and in the marketplace. Well, Oz, let's, let's learn from you now. You, you really have a lot to offer. So as you've had a chance to travel the globe, particularly over the last few years, and communicate with and work with tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of Christ followers globally, how would you summarize what you see God doing within the body of Christ and business and that intersection of faith and business? If you had to summarize overall what you see going on, tell, tell us about that. Well, I think we saw in the 1990s uh, just a an awareness for the first time it seemed that, you know, people were getting a better understanding of what, you know, that their work life had a spiritual uh, component to it. And um, they were, and, and this sort of spread, and it, it spread around the, really around the world. It wasn't just a U.S. thing, but it was actually around the world. And um, so in the last, I'd say, last few years, I see where, Pastors are starting to get uh, a little more awareness of this area, mm-hmm. and um, and God is beginning to uh, uh, move in their lives. And so um, I just see, you know, it's it hasn't moved uh, moved to the degree that we're seeing it, you know, on a broad scale. But certainly the early adopters are are there, and and we're seeing a lot of good things happen as a result. So I'm going to speculate here. Part of what I think I'm hearing is that you sense God even moving in the hearts of church and church leaders and pastors that this old bifurcation, the you know, keeping work and our faith separate, that that's really not the heart of God. Is that part of what you're sharing with us here? I think the local churches has not understood the value of equipping men and women I call it the church in the workplace, because yeah. church really means ecclesia. Uh, it's the people of God. It's a movement of people. And when people understand that they have a spiritual value in their work life, that really impacts everyone. And uh, it actually makes the church much more effective as well. And so we try to help pastors especially understand uh, how to effectively uh, equip the church in the workplace. And there's one pastor group actually doing a great job uh, called Made to Flourish. And they, they, that's just a group of pastors committed to better understanding how to equip the church in the workplace. And so, you know, so that's that's one percent would have never seen 20 years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And so then as you, as you kind of, you know, travel and you talk with these pastors and these you know, this this conversation that we're talking about right now, um, what advice, you know, so so say, say I'm a pastor listening to this program right now, what advice or word of encouragement would you have for me to pass along to my business leaders? 
What, what would you say to me as a pastor? Well, you know, I I said uh, I was meeting with the pastors a few years ago, and I was on a committee with them, and we were friends and and so forth. But he didn't really get what I did. He didn't see the value of what I did for his own local congregation until one day the the light kind of came on for him, and he came to me. This was after two years of of walking, you know, in a friendship, and he said to me, "Oss, I finally got it." I got it. I got what you're trying to say to me. And what he realized was that his role was no more important than the role of his members as as it related to the spiritual calling uh, of their lives. And so he started affirming their call. And when he started doing that, he saw an amazing response. Uh, in fact, he says, you know, my church doesn't do this, but they actually stood up and started clapping, you know? Huh. Uh, and he says the reason was they, for the very first time, felt affirmed in their call. And I would say that's the big thing. Um, he, uh, in the workplace. As I'm listening, I'm thinking, if I were the the Satan, if I were the enemy of Christ— uh, probably one of my key strategies would be to um, do all I could do to convince the majority of the body of Christ, those who are in the marketplace, not in full-time vocational church and missionary-type ministry, but I think I would try to do all I could to render that body impotent, uh, powerless, and not seeing their call. So what I hear you saying is this really is igniting the body of Christ to do what it was called to do, and and that's spiritual warfare at the core. Is that correct? Well, that's right, and I think that you know we've talked uh, over the years about the influence of the seven cultural mountains that uh, had the most influence in impacting the culture because it forms people's values and beliefs around those seven areas. But you know, there's no other institution whereby these people who actually operate in those spheres come together weekly, and so. A shepherd really has the opportunity to equip men and women uh, like no other person. Um, but unfortunately, the mistake that is often made is they try to equip them to do the work of the ministry inside the local church building instead of their ministry outside the local church. Yeah, so um, so we've talked a little bit, you know, some of that advice and encouragement that you might offer along to pastors to help affirm the, the marketplace and business leaders in, in their church, and I, I absolutely love that. I think that's extraordinarily important. The other side of that equation, then, is you know the business leaders themselves. And so c- c- if we could just transition a little bit, I'd love to learn from you and hear from you maybe some best practices that you're seeing out in the marketplace as you're traveling and speaking talking with Christian business owners and leaders globally, actually. Um, what are some best practices that you see being implemented that are building companies, leading companies, how, how they're running companies to the glory of God? Just share with us some things that you're seeing out in the marketplace. I think that some of the things that, like what you guys do at Truth at Work, you know, where you you have um, these mentoring groups and business leaders coming together once a month, um, those are very powerful groups because, as we all know, they, they might get in those groups for the purpose of you know, making their business more successful, but what they really end up valuing is the relationships that they have. And I think that's really key that those leaders who have effectiveness in the marketplace for Christ are those who are walking with other people. And 
you know, I talk a lot about um, William Wilberforce, who uh, was from England, and uh, he was credited for abolishing slavery after 30 years of work. And he walked with 18 other individuals. They call them the Clapham Group. And Clapham was a city in England, but they went to church together. They were all reformers, and, and they just leveraged their various talents and resources and influence for the purposes of God. And I think that when Jesus talked about John 17, he prayed that they would be one as he and the Father are one, that they might believe in me. And so when leaders begin to kind of roll up their sleeves and do things together, uh, it's very powerful because they they end up doing things uh, on a much greater scale than by themselves. So Clapham Group, they did about 69 world-changing initiatives that went way beyond the England. What I hear in that is uh, one of the best practices for these Christ followers is to to get and stay in meaningful community with peers who are going to be change agents along with themselves. Exactly, yeah, and be part of some type of small group where you have some accountability with each other, and it's iron sharpening iron. You begin to you know, leverage each other's own influence as well as just being able to encourage. I mean, it's a tough world out there. You need, when crisis comes up, where are you going to turn? You know, Daniel had his three friends, you know, when he had a crisis happen and and the king said, you better interpret my dream and tell me my dream or I'm, or you're going to die along with your friends. So <laughs> That's you know, that's good incentive. <laughs> we rarely get those kinds of challenges uh, here in America, but you know, uh, it, it, the, the point is we need people in our lives. We have a saying around here at uh, Truth at Work and, of course, here at Bottom Line Faith that um, most Christ followers in business feel at times, if not most often, lonely, isolated, or overwhelmed. And you're really talking about the importance of coming together in community. And that that's true for all of us as followers of Christ. That's exactly right. So you really have an opportunity, as we're talking about, to talk with a lot of business owners and leaders, and and this is probably just a continuation of what you were just saying about getting around community. So just as a few moments ago, you had some advice for pastors in affirming and calling forward their business leaders and their congregations. So just let's just imagine for a moment that right now there's a, a Christ follower who um, owns a business, runs a business, perhaps they're a manager and a key decision-making position in their organization, and right now they're feeling discouraged. Right now, they don't see themselves as really living out God's call on them in the marketplace, or they're for feeling discouraged, or they're just confused. What words of encouragement, Oz, would you have to pass along? What words of life could you share for that person who's listening right now, even if it's just one person that this can make a difference for? What would you say? Well, you know, back in 1994, when I went through my crisis, I was thrown in a time of real questioning, confusion, and not knowing what God was doing. And now, 22 years later, I can say that I understand that there's a process by which God raises up his leaders. And usually, there's six stages that God takes a leader through. And I'll just briefly share those with you. And that's uh, the first one is recruitment. And usually, God's recruitment into the larger story of your life is through some type of crisis. Uh, the number two stage is uh, character development. He usually takes you through a season of character development, just like he did with Moses, or excuse me, Joseph. And then the third is um, isolation. He often isolates that leader in order to turn messages into messages and messengers. 
And then the fourth stage is the cross. And uh, so often I see that most leaders go through some type of betrayal in their life uh, to find out if they're going to wash the feet of their Judas. And then number five is problem solving, that God always makes a leader a problem solver. And Ephesians 2.10 tells us that he does, in fact, have something for each of us to do that there's a purpose and destiny. And then the last stage is networks. And so uh, by understanding those things, no matter what condition or situation you find yourselves in, knowing God's processes can be very comforting and encouraging. And that's what we unpack in the Joseph Calling book. We go in detail in each of those six stages. And uh, so, um, you know, that uh, that was very helpful. I saw that, that pattern in every leader in the Bible. Uh, I had it in my life, and even modern-day leaders, I, they can pretty much say, yep, went through that, 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 and that. Let me just say, folks, once again, our, our guest today at Bottom Line Faith is Oz Hillman. He is the president of Marketplace Leaders. You can check out and learn more about Oz and his incredible ministry by visiting todaygodisfirst.com. And uh, one other thing that uh, he shared with us earlier, he's got a new book out uh, called The Joseph Calling, and he is offering up some uh, a free chapter in the book as well as an e-book, a study guide. So all you need to do is on your mobile device, go to text and enter 54900 as the number, Put Joseph in the subject line. There'll be a link there after you submit that text, and Oz and his team will send you some great complimentary resources. So thank you for that generous offer. Can't believe it, Oz. We're starting to get near the home stretch of our interview here, and we say it's the fastest 30 minutes online here because God blesses us with great guests such as yourself. What um, What's the best advice, Oz, you can ever remember being given, and how's it impact your leadership today? Well, I think the... Um the best advice I got was that the adversity that I had was going through back in the 90s was a consequence of the call of God, not something God was doing to me, you know, that I did something wrong, uh, but it was an actually consequence of the call. And that really changed the perspective on my adversity uh, because uh, I, I kind of walked into that meeting with Gunnar Olsen in 1996 as a victim to my circumstances and living in a lot of shame and defeat. And uh, he said, you know, Oz, you probably made some mistakes, but what you need to realize is the call is bigger than the mistakes. And uh, that just gave me uh, a new level of faith uh, to be able to embrace the process and uh, to press into him to see uh, how God would restore me. And, and, you know, it was seven years, just like Joseph went through seven years and another seven years, uh, seven years into my process, for the very month, he restored all that I had lost and uh, birthed that international ministry. You're really finishing strong here, Oz. This is, this is fun stuff. Let me make sure I wrote this down correctly, that you said that, yes, you've made mistakes, but your calling is bigger than those mistakes. Did I catch that right? That's right. That's right. You know, God has a, an ability to turn uh, our worst situations into something for His purposes. And, um, you know, I, I had someone say, you know, only Jesus made plan A. For the rest of us, he turned our B, C, and D plans into his A plan. And, you know, and that's consistent with um, 
you know, where in Corinthians he talks about all things work together for good to those who love God and called according to his purposes. So, you know, we can't kind of outfail God. We he, he will always turn something into something positive if we allow him to. Great words of advice and encouragement, because as we say, that is really a big part of what we're trying to do here at Bottom Line Faith, and so there's, I'm sure there's many of our listeners right now, Oz, that as they're tuned in right now, they're discouraged, they're despondent, they're confused, and your word today is really, hey, God's not taken by surprise. He knows what you're going through, and that's part of your story. That's part of your testimony, and this adversity is really part of shaping our character. So good wisdom, brother, good wisdom. So... My goodness, we are down near the end, and as I share with you, Oz, I had, and and all of our regular listeners know, the last question. So you've survived the interview. You've done great here today. You survived the (laughs) bottom-line faith gauntlet. (laughs) But uh, the last question that we like to ask every guest is what we call our 423 question. Based out of Proverbs 423, these incredible words of Solomon that says, above all else, guard your heart for it determines the course of your life. And so as much as the wisdom and insights that we got from uh, Solomon, he was really calling out above it all this one thing, guard your heart. So Oz, let's fast forward. Let's say it's towards the end of your time on earth, this side of eternity, and you have a chance to gather your friends and loved ones. What is the absolute most important critical piece of advice that you would pass along? And and that would be the piece of advice that you would want to pass along to our listeners here at Bottom Line Faith. Well, I think it's uh, probably Matthew 6.33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added unto you. You know, um, the Bible says in uh, Jeremiah that if you'll seek him with all your heart, you call upon him, he will answer you. And uh, I find that to be really true, that um, God has a plan and a purpose, and, you know, and we don't want to, to settle for the smaller story of our life, but ask God to bring us into the larger story. And that, in some ways, that can be a dangerous prayer, because, you know, sometimes He takes us through some difficult seasons, but we don't want to get to heaven and leave any part of our inheritance on the table. We want to receive everything He has planned for us. And so, as a result, I think it's all about seeking Him in every area of our life so that He can be glorified in those areas. Fantastic, Oz. Thank you so very much. Folks, we have been talking with Oz Hillman, the president of Marketplace Leaders. One more time, if you want to learn more about Oz, folks, this really is one of the thought leaders one of the most sought-after speakers and thought leaders in this whole space of marketplace ministry, not only here in the United States, but on a global basis. He publishes a daily devotional that goes out to, I think you said, what, 104 countries, Oz? Is that correct? Correct, yeah. That's a free devotional. They can get it today, goddessfirst.com. Yes, absolutely. So please, please, please take a moment, check out Oz and his website at todaygodisfirst.com. One more time, his free offer today is if uh, on your mobile device, if you'll text to the number 54900, and in the subject line, just enter the word Joseph. He will send you a free chapter from his new book, The Joseph Calling, Six Stages to Navigate, Discover, and Fulfill Your Purpose, as well as a study guide and some materials there. Oz, thank you so much for investing this time uh, w- uh, with us here at Bottom Line Faith. You're very generous, and I'm just very grateful. 
Ray, is a great time. Thank you for having me on, and thank you for all that you're doing for the kingdom, through the marketplace, through your own ministry. Well, folks, uh, I, I believe you'll agree with me that once again, no disappointment here at Bottom Line Faith, where God is allowing us to interview some of the top Christ followers in business and in the marketplace uh, across the country. Today, our guests have been Oz Hillman. If this is your first time to checking out this podcast, uh, please subscribe. Check us out at bottomlinefaith.org, and uh, you can scroll down to the bottom there. It'll show you and teach you and walk you right through how to subscribe as a regular listener, whether you're on the uh, iTunes platform, uh, Stitcher, or on the Google platform. Uh, at the Play Store there, you can subscribe to the podcast and so forth. Uh, if you are a Christ follower and you are a business owner, president, or CEO, and you're looking for that community that Oz talked about in our interview today, that place to gather with Christian peers to really sharpen one another as followers of Christ in business, check out our website at truthatwork.org, truthatwork.org, and learn about our roundtables. We have chapters across the country, and if you're in a market where we don't have a chapter yet, we sure would love to talk to you about what that would look like to establish one. I am your host here at Bottom Line Faith, the place where we lift the hood and we tinker around in the engine of Christian leadership in the marketplace. Folks, until next time, thanks so much. Go impact the marketplace for Christ. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bottom Line Faith is brought to you by Truth at Work. If you'd like to hear about new episodes or listen to past episodes, visit us online at bottomlinefaith.org. You can also subscribe to the show through Google Play and iTunes.